Hey guys, I'm Paco the Realtor. 16 years of experience helped over 200 families buy and sell the American dream. I'm a local expert, I'm a professional, and I take care of my clients. I pride myself in educating my clients, and I'm also really sarcastic and a storyteller. So why don't you guys get to know me? What's up guys, this is Paco the Realtor Broker, owner of RX Real Estate, local expert storyteller. Today I have something that's uh, honestly new to me too. I have Greg, the insurance guy. Say hi, Greg. Hi, guys. How you doing? So Greg owns a farmer's insurance, uh, but don't let the name fool you. He can actually do a lot of policies, which was one of the first questions I asked him. I asked Greg to come in and educate me on insurance because I really don't know anything other than how to file a claim when I crash in the mobile, or two, how to get a quote when my client needs a policy for a house they're buying. So he gave me a lot of information that I thought, uh, uh, he gave me a lot of good stuff, so I figured, you know what, why don't I interview him so, and share the knowledge. So I'm gonna go ahead and start asking you some questions, Greg, all right? Let's do it. All right, so um, why is there different uh, coverages? So in other words, why is it if I'm buying a house and the lender says I have to buy be under $1,000 for the year, the premium, that I can get a quote from farmers at 1100 and another company can give me this, uh, which looks identical to me, but I don't know much, at $800. So what is that different? Is it the quality, is it the company, or is it just as simple as the coverage? Well, a lot of the details of the, the a lot of the, the, the part of the premium is based on what the details of the policy itself. I mean, you gotta look at not just what the dwelling cost is, but you gotta look at uh, 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 the personal property, you gotta look at the liability coverage, uh, look at the what they what they have or what are they carrying out for medical claims anything like that. Uh, really, that's the, and not only that. There's loss of use. So in the event something were to happen to the policy, you know the the property, somebody let's say there was water damage to the property and needed to move out for a period of time. There's loss of use coverage. So uh, to be completely honest with you, policies aren't apples to apples. They're not, you know, it's, it's the, you know, the dirt is in the details, basically, and you got to drill down and look at what. So they're discounting or taking away certain coverages that, for example, farmers will give it to me $1,100, but we'll have all that included. That's right. And then this broker can find insurance that says, well, we'll take away all of this stuff, just mm -hmm. cover the dwelling, but nothing else is covered, hence why the premium is Well, I wouldn't say that specifically. There, there's always coverage for those other types of um you know other tiers of, of coverage but it's it may not amount. it's the amount that's covered for like personal property let's say i can lower personal property coverage down to let's say fifty thousand dollars i always say personal property is uh, i was just telling you earlier that personal property is basically you take the house tip it upside down and shake it everything that falls out um, is personal property and if you think that your personal property is more than fifty thousand dollars and your coverage is only covering fifty thousand dollars and your house burnt down you know, you got to look at that. There's also a difference between replacement cost value and actual cost value. Um, uh, some, sometimes it's based on, they'll only cover a percentage based on your, uh, the value of your home depreciating. So in the, in the, in the stuff inside. So um, that's another part of why reasons why. So I, I like to make sure that my, my customers are covered. The value of the home is going to be rebuilt to, if not better than it currently is, the structure is built at. So, which is important that's very important you know even the ordinance building ordinance has changed over the course of the, yes you know because it code changes absolutely. every year absolutely. and it upgrades and you don't want it to be up based on the old stuff you want it on the new stuff absolutely or you're going to get you got old a old home that has knob and tube has copper you know uh, a, a galvanized pipe 
Oh yeah, galvanized pipe. We know that. You want to make sure that you know that's they're going to base their value on that. So good. Now, one thing you mentioned earlier, which I thought was interesting, was a lot of people shop based off of premium, mm -hmm. which guilty as charged. Mm -hmm. But you said it's actually not a good idea. Why is that? Well, if you're shopping based on premium, and, well, like I said, the example I gave is that um, you're working with a broker, you're working with a, lend, you know, a lender, you're trying to close escrow, and they're just looking for you to get qualified for, for that, that home. Um, I say that's great, you know, and I'm more than happy to, to work with them and get the, get the premium where they need to be, and I do that all the time. Uh, the problem is we don't talk to an agent, you don't talk to an actual agent, um, that, that's a problem because you don't know, again, going back to all of the, the coverages and, and the levels and do you have um, you know, expensive art, you have those types of things listed in your home, you want to make sure those things are covered. So um, yeah, kind of that's the answer to that. I mean, the premium could be what you want it to be. I can make the premium, what I can make it appear at whatever levels. That's not a problem. And there's discounts as well to go along with that. But you do want to make sure you're, 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 you've worked, you work, everybody works hard for their home. They work hard for the things that are inside their home, their valuables, and they want to make sure that that stuff is covered. So, One thing that I found interesting, which was the reason I brought Greg on is because like in our real, our industry, it's a service industry. Uh, it's not a tangible product. You know, we're not selling gizmos. And, you know, a lot of people do everything online now. Mm -hmm. And I'll be the first to say that most of, a lot of the insurance agents I've met, they don't last long in the business. Mm -hmm. They're in and out. So mm -hmm. the relationships you build, they're gone, right? That's right. Yeah. But you're saying that's the most important relationship on the agent side because you, you mentioned the earlier, tell them about the example of you getting a little fender bender before you follow a claim. They should call you because of what? Well, because the more claims you have, bottom line, the more claims you have, uh, that your, your, your rating goes up and, and that you're a, more of a liability, you're more of a risk. So it doesn't really matter what insurance company you go to, they pull up your motor vehicle report or they pull up the homeowner's information um, and they see uh, a multiple claims filed against the property or even claims follow you. So you, you, you file a claim with this house, you buy a new house, that claim follows you. It, it, that, people don't realize that. So, so it's important what I was telling you earlier is it's important to, and obviously the first thing, you know, you're in an auto accident and somebody's injured, obviously the first thing you do is call, you know, the ambulance. You want to make sure that everybody's taken care of. Right. Know, and everybody's safe. The more, you know, vehicles can be replaced, property can be replaced. You know, the most important is the, 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 the people that are involved. If it's just a little fender bender and you're not going to call the police department, you're not going to call traffic control and you're not going to file any kind of report, and because it's just a real tiny little few hundred dollar repair, call your agent before you file. Call the 1-800 number for on the back of your card. Call your agent. If you don't have an agent, you should have an agent. But if you if you do have an agent, call them. It should, they, your agent should be able to respond to you. I mean, I, I took a call at 9 o'clock at night the other night and said, hey, you know, is everybody all right? And let's take a look at what the damage is. And then it was excessive. So I said, yeah, I'll go ahead and follow the plan. But if it's a little fender better, a few hundred dollars, your deductible should steer you towards whether you're going to file a claim or not. So. And most people don't really take that into consideration. Mm -hmm. Well, they, a lot of them don't have, if they go online and they find, and they build their policy, they don't have an agent to call. So, of course, they're going to go online um, and, and file the claim immediately. So, uh, so I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have somebody who you can call and say, is this what I need? Is this what I should be paying for? Or more importantly, somebody to guide you. And Because let's be honest, 
none of us read the fine print and mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's important that we have somebody like you that says, no, 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 no. You don't want to do X. You want to do Z. Like you said, you know, your deductible is 750 This damage is $500. So why in the world would you even mm-hmm. file a claim? It makes no sense. That's right, exactly. But a lot of people, like, because of ease, they don't want to deal with it, just mm-hmm. file it and move on, right? Well, yeah, they want to file. They think that's the right thing to do because that's what they have told you. That's what they're trained to do, you know, as they grow up. It's like that's what insurance is for, and that is what insurance is for. It's to cover and to protect your assets, to protect your people. I mean, you know, all the way back, all the way to life insurance is to protect your family and your loved ones. So um, insurance is invaluable. It, it, it's, it's important and it's necessary and it's required, you know. Um, but you want to make sure that you don't cause yourself an unnecessary hike in your premium down the line, uh, just because you're, you, you're claim file happy and, and you just, and because that's what you're trained to do. Like I said, talk to your agent, talk to, talk to your, give them your circumstance, lay it all out and then, um, and then go from there. And you know, a point I want to bring up about not having somebody. So about over a year ago, I got in a car accident in a little pocket mobile and they were uninsured. Mm. Yeah. So if you don't have the right policy for that uninsured motorist, that's right. Then all of a sudden, there's certain things that are uncovered. Yeah, there's yeah. It's, it's, so, but you don't know that. I mean, I was like anybody else. I just got the policy, went online, got a policy, and yeah. and but when when excuse my language, when the shit hit the fan, mm-hmm. there was nobody for me to turn to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, honestly, that's 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 the absolute truth. I mean, uh, I always like to say. Uh, there's there's details of like you said uninsured motorists. There's towing. There's rental car. There's those types of things. And there's just a few dollars a month, and you can you know you, you can provide your customer with total satisfaction. They, they get in an accident, they're taken care of. Um, you have uninsured motors. You had you know you don't have uninsured motors, and you hit somebody that's uninsured. What I mean, that's it. So I would say people say I, I, the the problem is the state minimums requirement for auto insurance is so low. Fifty, right? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen thirty. So 15, okay. Fifteen thirty-five. So nobody should be insured on the road for fifteen thirty-five. Think about that. Five thousand dollars worth of damage if you hit somebody with a bumper. I mean, more nine times out of ten, that bumper, especially if it's an ex- expensive vehicle, is way more than five thousand dollars. So bodily injury, fifteen thousand. 30,000 is total liability for all, all, all people so in the vehicle. So that's the most medical they're gonna cover when somebody's injured. So right. um, it's dangerous to drive around. The people, they'll say, I have 1530, I have full coverage. There is no such thing as full coverage. There, I have 1530. Yeah, there is not, not a such a thing, so. And you know, I never really thought of that until honestly, St. Catherine, mm-hmm. when I went to apply um, to be one of the chaperones, and they, they require 5100, I think it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I what do you mean 5,100? Mm-hmm. So I had to call and figure it out and realize I was one of the 1530, so I had to increase it mm-hmm. to the 5,100 yeah. so I can get covered or else I wouldn't be able to drive my daughter to the field trip. Yeah, because you're driving around children in the vehicle they, and the school is right for make, make, requiring you to have higher coverage because you have other people's kids in the car. You know. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's my take on that. There is no such thing, no matter how high your coverage is, is full coverage. It doesn't exist. You know, I, I just laugh when people say, I have full coverage. It does not exist. What do you consider full coverage? It depends on the situation. That's right. Or it depends on what you own. Yep. You know, I mean, you, you have 1530 and you own a home and you have rental properties. Get your exposure is all everything you own. Absolutely. So, so. And uh, just real quick, when my dad was involved in a big rig accident, he got T-boned. No, no, actually, this was another one. He... Um, 
his load shifted and, and then it went onto a freeway, another car hit. Mm-hmm. They sued him for ten million. His okay. coverage was up to one million. Yeah. And they said it was a cut now. They ended up settling for twenty thousand. Yeah, for sure. But but his exposure at that point was nine million dollars. Yes, and the insurance company made it very clear yeah. if they if the jury says you're liable, mm-hmm. and at that that my dad had my dad has rental properties and everything was under his name, mm-hmm. so easy to track. Absolutely. And then I found out after that that when when you go to an attorney to represent you in a car accident, the first thing they look at is the assets. Mm-hmm. Because if the person you hit has no assets, what's the point? Right. There's nothing to go after. Yeah, you own a home or own a rental property. Oh boy, yeah, they're digging in. Especially if you don't, you're you're loan to you know yeah. value ratio is just you have a ton of equity. Yeah, why yeah. not? You know they're gonna and, go after you. And guys, maybe this will be our next one. I'll bring on my attorney. This is why you don't uh, you own do not own any rental properties in your name. Yeah, you got to incorporate Ever. those for sure. LLCs, so. especially with the new law. And, uh, and, and you always should always have. Uh, like I said, the same thing. You should always have um, your insurance, uh, your insurance agent, your financial advisor, your attorneys all should communicate because it's my job to protect all the assets. It's your financial advisor's job to make sure that they continue to grow. So they should be partnering. They should be communicating. And how often does that happen? I could tell you right now my insurance agent has never spoken to anybody. Well, yeah, they, not lack of insurance agent or whatever you want to call it, yeah. right? All right. Last question for you. One of the things I notice when you're when you're getting policies is that obviously the higher the, the deductible, mm-hmm. the lower the premium. That's right. Yeah. So there's obviously a balance. Mm-hmm. How do you decide what that balance is? is well, there- I, I look at the customer. That's a good point. And I look at the customer's pain point. I call it the pain point. Like in the event something were to happen, what do you think would be a reasonable amount of money you can come up with to make sure that to cover it before you file a claim? So, like a homeowner's policy, if if you're you know you're you uh, you know you have a job, you're you're relatively wealthy, you know you you can come up with a couple thousand dollars. Don't carry five hundred dollar deductibles. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that you should carry a twenty five or five thousand dollar. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. But I mean, if you can come up with a thousand seven hundred fifty dollars pretty relatively easily, you know that helps your premium. You know, that, that's a good way of putting it. So if I like like this one thing I was talking about. If I was willing to dish out easily a thousand dollars to fix a bumper, mm-hmm. then my deductible should be a thousand. You should be at a thousand. See, I never even thought about it like yeah. that. And your premium will come down. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, guys, I'm gonna put Greg's information um, uh, down at, in the comments. If you guys, I'm gonna try to bring on Greg once a month where we can have maybe we'll call it the insurance corner and mm-hmm. and maybe we'll talk about some some interesting stories of, of different coverages. But anyways. Um, I'm gonna put his information at the comment below. If you guys have any questions, uh, you know, you guys know how I am. I like to partner, bring people on that have no problem educating people and putting, telling them what's right, as opposed to, um, um, as opposed to just going ahead and, um, you know, um, sorry, an email just came across and lost my thought. Um, as opposed to somebody who just wants your business. Um, I like to do. I like to build relationships with people who I know are going to be there long term, as opposed to an insurance agent that six months from now they're gone. I call them up for a quote and they're gone. Yeah, exactly. Which happens quite a bit more than now. Greg is not just an insurance agent; he's the owner. I'm the owner. Yeah. So he ain't going anywhere unless he sells. That's true. And and I've owned, I've been a business owner for many many years. This insurance is a relatively new industry, 
but I'm a business owner. He's been an entrepreneur for 20 years. longer yeah. than I've been an entrepreneur. That's mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah. So I'm going to put his information below. If you guys have any questions or need to get a hold of him, I'll have it below. Um, do you have a uh, you do you have a business page on Facebook or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. So what I'll do is I'll mm -hmm. I'll tag it. Mm -hmm. So, so they can see who you are right. and all of that. Yeah. He's in downtown Riverside, guys. So, he's, and if you're in real estate, he's uh, not he's not far, and he's a great guy. Tell him I sent you, and maybe uh, he'll he'll actually charge you more for saying you're a friend of mine. <laughs> any right. uh, any parting words? No, I just thanks thanks for the time, thanks for the opportunity. Um, I appreciate what you do as far as the videos and education and everything, and I want to keep doing it. So, I think you're a good model to follow and. And uh, see if I can keep in pace with you. So I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Until next time, this is Paco the Realtor and, and Greg Mermillion, the insurance guy. I'm gonna call. I'm <laughs> gonna call him the insurance guy. I like That's that. Right. By the yeah, way, I'm gonna call Greg the insurance guy. All right, All right guys. Till later. Hey guys, thanks for watching my video. Hope you love the content. Subscribe below or follow me on social media. Just type Paco the Realtor.